Meet me at the ice cream truck. You feeling it? What is feeling the energy? Is this your theme song? Oh, I didn't know you had a theme song. Well, we usually play Michael McDonald when you're on. I know. Last time I didn't. Don't forget to start a show. EA Dub, Eric Allen Wendell. Let's roll. Try to keep up. Turn up the AC stage. Eric Allen Wendell. Yeah, the guy, a movie reviewer. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's the star of the show. I was like, what podcast am I on? He is, you know, he's the icing on the cake to this show. Like, uh, he's everyone's favorite part. Or at least, top of the cake. At least he used to be everyone's favorite part yeah. when, um, like, when the when the theme song was written. Yeah. Since then, there's been fights. There've been uh, between who you and him. Yeah, we had a big fight over who had the rights to what T-shirt logos. <laughs> wow. So. You guys should have a reality show. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, we had a. That's big, what everyone always says. Right? You should have a reality show. That's like yeah. the new. That's the new thing. You should we, be a comedian, right? Yeah, <laughs> no one funny. says that anymore. <laughs> you should be a comedian. Should you know where they should have a reality show? Is um, the intersection of Sunset and La Brea. Just those four yeah, corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, yeah. no joke. You could just set up cameras and just the craziest. There, it's like the that epicenter. used to be an internet cafe, and there were just straight up hookers. Like hooking out of there, right there, using the computers to to link everything up. That bus stop could be its own character. Yeah, the one that's on the it's like on the the northwest corner. Right. Every time I'm at that traffic light, there's just craziness going on. There's there's dudes dancing. Mayhem. There's homeless guys like dance battling, and then there's fights, and there's just gender people. You're not sure what's going on. Right. And like, and also that parking lot uh, across from Crazy Girls. Yeah. That parking lot, it's one of the first parking lots I went into when I moved to L.A., and I just could not get out of it. Wait, Crazy God Girls? Help you. It's the same intersection, right? La Brea, Sunset? Where's Crazy Girls? It's right south of Sunset. Okay. And so it's yeah. the, what, the southeast corner. Uh-huh. Okay. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't get out of that parking lot if you go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as a car. Yeah, it's weird because there's yeah. like a wall in the middle. And stuff. That's where it's I saw a guy always packed. throwing noodles when I first moved here. Because <laughs> yeah. it used to be a faux place right there. Sure. Now it's a taco place. Right. But when it was a faux place, I guess this guy got a hold of some noodles right. from the place. And he was like homeless. And he was yelling about how he didn't want to eat any fucking noodles. Yeah. And he was just throwing noodles like in right. the air at the glass. <laughs> like just, <laughs> was just like, yeah, this making guy a does. statement against noodles. Guy. You know, it's funny you should say that because I actually sat next to a homeless person on an airplane one time. Uh, yeah, that happens a lot. It what never it? happens. <laughs> they were probably drug mules or something. What? What? But these guys were clearly. <laughs> How do you know he's homeless? Because these two guys were like real busted looking. They smelled dirty. They didn't smell, but they were like wore like shoddy clothes, and they were mentally, you know, disturbed because. Well, the one guy had no teeth that was sitting in my seat, mm. and I went up to him and I'm like, I'm sitting in that seat, and. They didn't know that there were assigned seats. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they're homeless. I've <laughs> never been on a plane. That was that was the first yeah. uh, tip off. Then the guy goes, "I wouldn't sit on that seat if I was you," because there's still one homeless guy left. He's uh, got the window seat. I got yeah. the middle. Yeah. Uh, you had the middle between two homeless guys. Well, no, I got Daniel Tosh to my left, who's uh-huh. laughing his ass yeah. off, and I got a homeless guy to my right because I kicked out the one homeless guy. Yeah. He's got to go sit in his real seat. Uh, okay, okay, so yeah. now there's only one homeless guy left, or whatever you want to call him. I don't know if they're homeless or not. But he goes, I wouldn't sit in that seat. It's feces all over it. I wear a clama- uh, what are those? colostomy bag. Yeah, and I've got feces all over the seat. And I look at the seat. There's nothing on it. 
But still, the fact that he says this to me. I mean, if anyone's going to put feces on the seat, it's this guy, right? There was a time where they, they both were going to smoke a cigarette. In the plane? And then one of them goes, <laughs> hey, I don't think you can smoke. Yeah. He's like, really? Why not? Like, this is just, just more yeah. just giveaways. <laughs> Um, I don't know because there's signs everywhere and they've made the announcement 10 times. I it's funny because they make that announcement and you're always like, of course you can't smoke in an airplane. Why would they even make that announcement? Well, it's occasionally get some homeless like people this. with colostomy bags. And he's so, sitting next to the, Somehow he's got the emergency exit row. And he goes, hey, if you think if I pull this lever that we'll all die? I'm like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Then the, the, but then there's conflicting things because when we landed, he had a cell phone. And he had some girl pick, coming to pick him up. But that only goes with my drug mule theory. What city? Where, where this going? is Los Angeles. Going to where? Chicago to L.A. We landed wow. in L.A. Yeah, but they don't bring drugs from Chicago to L.A. Yeah, so I still don't know. And, and the guy's, he gets off the plane and he, you know how there's always a wheelchair waiting for like an old woman or something? Sure, yeah. he just He just crashes in that. He goes, all right, take me to baggage. <laughs> like the guy was out of his mind. The reason Maybe I bring he was it an up, improv troupe. He was making the big jump Maybe. from Chicago to L.A. Yeah, right? Second City. <laughs> yeah, it was like Will uh, Ferrell. Yeah, so the reason I bring it up is because one time I was talking about it with my girlfriend, and we pull up to Sunset La Brea, yeah. and that dude that was sitting next to me on the plane is fucking walking right down the sidewalk. Okay. So There's another indicator. that you, Yeah. You should never be on that intersection. Anyone that's never been to L.A. before, just so you know, you shouldn't be seen at that intersection unless you're in a car. <laughs> it's bad news. But Crazy Girls is right there. I know what you're talking about. I just which is I a phenomenal. I'm just saying, like, there's that's one reason you might want to go there. Yeah, sure. But get some. Ta- I haven't tried the taco place yet either. I yeah, used to go to the pho place. But pho. How do yeah. you say it? How do you say it? Pho. Pho. I think it's pronounced pho, but I'm always gonna say pho. Pho. What's up, pho? pho? Show. Yeah. 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 You know where the number one, the the top homeless. Uh, problem that they have like as far as like per capita and all. Los Angeles has more homeless no 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 what it was a question oh, I was going to answer it I don't know why I did that I should have okay. said hey the number one hey do you know where what an idiot alright let's do a quiz you're doing great you're doing great no 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 no. I'm just I'm, I'm beating up myself right Stop. so uh, is uh, Honolulu Hawaii Honolulu has more homeless because this is why I asked where you were going because there was a time when states over the western states over here were like just throwing their homeless people into a shower, yeah. giving them some clothes, buying them a one-way ticket, and yeah. saying, "See you later. You're on an yeah. island now. You can't right. come back." Like we can't. Just got rid of them. Yeah, because if you if like if you took the homeless people from here and put them like in you know brought them up to like you know Santa Cruz or some shit, they'll just make their way back. They're like homing pigeons. Yeah, they can, yeah, yeah. They can get back home. It's right. Like, it's like uh, that 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 book with the two dogs and the cat. Fantastic yeah, journey. Yeah, get yeah, back. yeah. That's a great book. But this. <laughs> If you go over there, I'm telling you. And you then go- the dog went through the woods some more. Uh, yeah. I never read the book. I saw the movie. Fought a bear. Yeah. Yeah. But the, yeah, you go there. When I well, I was just taking a cab from the airport when I went there, and, and there's just a lot of homeless people. And I'm like, yeah, we have. And the guy told me this, and I thought he was just bullshitting because he's a local. Yeah, right. And then I just read a thing. Huh. It, so so I, I thought maybe it was you're going to Honolulu. And I was like, oh, yeah, they, you're probably on the plane with a lot of homeless. They just were loading them up with homeless people. But I think they, they like scrubbed them down. Yeah. Because they were catching on to it. Why? Because you don't have to have a passport or anything, even though it feels like you're in another country. Right. So I think they were looking for like smelly people. Yeah. That were trying to smoke on airplanes. And they're like, we're shipping you straight back to LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get back on the plane. Yeah. So th- I don't think those guys really bought the tickets. I yeah. really don't think that. That doesn't, yeah. Well, smoking on air, that's a dead giveaway. Well, just, you don't have to say anything else except you saw him at that intersection. And yeah. Definitely something's wrong with him. It was crazy. And I happened yeah. to be talking about him 
right yeah. before I saw him. Tosh doesn't believe me. I, no. tell, I told him, he's like, ah, it's probably not the same guy. Yeah. But just know as all this shit's going on, he's to my left just dying, just laughing yeah, at yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> um, for those that don't know, Forrest Shaw mm. <laughs> started out as a marine biologist. Oh, yeah. Where, you grew up in Florida, right? Miami? Born there, 305. Till you die. Well, no, you moved. Or 786. <laughs> Depends yeah. when you got your area cut. Yeah. I still have the 305. Though, right. Yeah. And so you, just, you went to college and you majored in what? Uh, it's more like an environmental. It was like biology, environmental science. It was like a degree right. I made up because uh, the school it just doesn't matter. That's boring. Environmental science. Okay. Let's just say that. Yeah. And so it sounds like and <laughs> so you degree graduate. I made up doesn't sound good. <laughs> right. Biology. Let's just say biology. It's better. But you graduate and then you go work. Do you immediately go work? When I met you, you were working to like on manatees, right? With manatees, not on them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but did you That'd actually... be cool if I was working on them. You saddle them up, you get a spear gun, you go so... out, you fucking fight for the environment <laughs> yeah. on top of a manatee. So who did you work for? When you met Miami-Dade County. Okay, I cool. worked for the government, the local right. government there that had a department called the Department of Environmental Resources Management, mm-hmm. or DERM, if you're cool. Right. Because you can't say you're that down. every time. You can't yeah, be like, yeah, what yeah. do you... Yeah, I work for the Department of Environmental Research. Just DERM. Just get to it. Just DERM. Sounds right. cool. But, uh... I did that for most of my time as a biologist when I had that as a career. Uh, I briefly worked for um, at a place where they had you swim with dolphins, yeah, and sea lions stuff. And oh, like where people could come and do that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's dolphins plus, but it was right. it's a lot of education there too, and they also had programs for kids that were disabled and things like that. Yeah, for, so they come there for therapy too. So it was a smaller place, not like it wasn't like a sea sea world type place. Were you guys hip to the fact that like? There was a negative, some some like crazy shit going on at SeaWorld, or is that like news to everybody? Well, this is a while. This is like sixteen years ago. But now. you were kind but of on the inside. Did you hear rumors or anything like that, or or does that? Did you see that documentary? Blackfish. Yeah, I saw it. Does it yeah. make sense to you, or is it hype, or what is it? Sure. I mean, yeah, definitely those animals. I, it, it depends. Like, there's okay. So the, the place that I worked that had dolphins. Let's yeah. Just start with that. It's called Dolphins Plus. They're friends of our family. I've, I've actually known them and been going to that place since I was little. Now, this right. this is a place where they're in. They're not. I don't want to say they're not. They're not like enclosed because they are. Yeah. But they're in. Uh, an, they're in the ocean. Basic. They're in a. They're in a. They're in a bays and they're in little uh, tributaries that like go to the ocean. So uh-huh. it's like they they experience the tides, the natural water. It's not like the, okay. Uh, fish will come in there, sharks, rays, like there's right. coral growing in there. All okay. sorts of stuff. But they're still in an enclosed area. I don't, I don't yeah, want yeah, to yeah, tell yeah. anybody, like, these are free dolphins. Right. But, but, however, when I was younger, um, you know, before, like, the, the, the people that, that, that come there, it's, it's the, uh, not the FDA, USDA. Uh-huh. They come and regulate the whole place. They were allowed to let the dolphins out and swim, like, <laughs> free. And they came back? Yeah, most of them that are born in cap, they were born in captivity. They don't want to live out. In they'll like wild, go out right? to the ocean and they're looking like, whoa, what the fuck's that? It'd right. be like us going out to space. You know, it's like I'm not dealing with that. You know, yeah. And they they'd cruise the canal system, the bay, whatever. They're not allowed to do that anymore. Okay. I don't know if they'd let them do that anymore, but they're not allowed to. So, so right. they're well cared for, and you know, whatever. But it, there's still people that will protest against the same facility yeah, yeah, and yeah. things like that. So. You know, you're kind of it's it's kind of. I mean, they do a lot. They help a lot. They do a lot of things, but it's also they're they're also as a tourist type thing too. Right. So, 
you know, but like the sea lions that were there, for instance, were abandoned. Their mother died in the beach, and there were these pups that were abandoned. So they took them in as a rescue type thing. Right. And then eventually they just stayed there and they lived there because that's all they, they knew. Right. And then they're like, oh, we, we might as well train them to incorporate them to some activities when, and stuff like when that. When you, you know? saw blackfish, were you like, that checks out? Like, that makes sense? That the. Like the whales would be depressed and stuff like that when they go into all that stuff. Sure. I mean, the the difference, the thing in SeaWorld, for instance, is that, you know, in this aquarium in Miami is like really bad, you know? Yeah. They're in these enclosed concrete pens. And especially like with dolphins and some of these other marine mammals that echolocate, when they shut down that, it'd be like shutting down your vision. Right. Like just saying, okay, I'm not going to see anymore. Yeah. And so not only are you taking apart like a a vital. part of like these animals like ability like a sensory part you know yeah um you know they're not they're not in a they're in a they're in a swimming pool basically yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. so that's definitely has happened you right. know that's definitely something that could occur and you know a sea world is they do have some rehab areas like there was for manatees for instance a lot of some of the manatees would rehab at sea world okay behind the scenes they wouldn't people wouldn't even see them so they were involved in that and stuff too but you know sea world is it's a theme park in the yeah. end it's it's not anything there's no I'm not gonna say there's no research or anything going on there because I'm not. I didn't work there, and I think there probably is. But yeah, some of it I watched. I mean, some of it definitely makes sense that it could happen. You know, right? I remember when that woman died. Uh, yeah, because a lot of the people I worked with. Well, that was when I was working with manatees, not on manatees, and uh, and, <laughs> dude, uh, I work on them. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, it'd be, that's a lounge around on environmental top of warrior. That's yeah, a, that's yeah. a that's a comic book here waiting to happen. Right. The guy rides manatees and kills people. Yeah, manatee but, man. Um, so, but the, I remember. The, some people knew her that I, that I worked with, and but no one ever talked like ah oh, these animals yeah, should be here. okay. So, so it wasn't like I didn't know that much about SeaWorld. Right. I didn't go to SeaWorld. I've never been to SeaWorld. Would so, you? It sounds like a fun job to me though. Like, were, but you obviously got tired of it and got into comedy. Oh, my job. Yeah, I yeah. thought you meant like riding on top of orcas. And shit. No, that would be <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's fun till they till they until they, they drown you, you and then they just take your lifeless body and throw it around yeah. like a seal yeah they were getting sadistic right he was like bite he bought that bit that one dude's ankles and brought him all the way down to the bottom of the pool and kept grabbed his ankle yeah yeah because i don't yeah i i don't know you know i don't know a lot about orcas to to, yeah i was just thinking right now because i don't even know what their teeth are like and stuff dolphins you know some people said they've gone swimming with dolphins when dolphins have bit them yeah like dolphins don't bite Right. They have teeth, but uh-huh. only to manipulate their food and they swallow it whole. Gotcha. So when people are like, oh, the dolphin was trying to bite down, I mean, it would actually, their teeth are hollow. It would right. end up breaking their teeth. Yeah. And sometimes they rake, like they would rake their young. Like you'll see like scrape marks. Uh uh-huh. call it raking. Yeah, it's like, like spanking. A, yeah, basically. Yeah. And so maybe that happened and you could get cut and stuff, but like people are like, the dolphin's going to chew on your arms. Like they're not, they don't chew on yeah. anything ever. Like so. Dude. I don't. I don't know what orcas have because they do because they call them killer whales because hey, they dude. they've taken down whales and stuff like that. Right, right, right. So right. I don't want to. Someone's gonna fucking call or call in. Someone will write to you and tell you this fucking it. But um, what uh? I, I, the, dolphins, my job was, was can dolphins sleep? <laughs> yeah, dolphins. Like, anyone with a blowhole. Well, dolphins are. How do okay, they stop? There you go. Yeah. Dolphins are voluntary breathers. Oh shit! Yeah. Really? They have to think about each breath they take. Oh my god! And it's it's it's. It makes it, sense. It's though. a mechanism that's used because they live in the water. Right. If they were involuntary breathers like us, they could fall asleep and they'd be like, oh, shit, I'm just going to start breathing. And if they were underwater, right, right, they'd right, fucking. Right, right, right. Yeah. So the way that dolphins sleep, though, is they rest one half of their brain at a time. Oh, my God. Yeah. So 
They always have to, yeah. Oh, okay. So they never sleep. They just like well, they no. shut certain parts of their brain down. At no, they times. they'll they'll look to be sleep. Like they could they'll be sleeping. Like as of what you know, sleeping. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. They'll be. You'd see them maybe unconscious. Kind you'd see them like resting at the surface of the water. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe and just kind of hovering there and then breathing with their blowhole gotcha. however often that they need to. But um, but they're not. They still have to have part of their brain working right in order to tell them to breathe right. So it's not like. They're like always awake, swimming around. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. they, but part of their brain has to be functioning. Whereas our brain can completely shut down when yeah. we sleep, and because we're going to automatically breathe unless you have sleep apnea. Yeah, well, so, <laughs> see that would be a good thing for us to have a dolphin brain if you're fat and out of shape like me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but yeah, so they so they have to con- so that's basically the way they sleep. Right. You know, so. so so you're starting to get in comedy, or you're starting to get sick of the job, or, or you just want to do comedy as well. I yeah I started doing comedy I'd already been at that job about um, five six years and I started doing comedy. What year did you start doing comedy? Uh, two thousand four. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah. So um, I've been at that. Yeah, I guess about five six years I've been at that job. Yeah, that makes sense. Six years, and um, you know I just I started comedy late and I was yeah. like it was like one of these things where I was like like right at the end of two thousand four is when I started. That's right, December yeah. two thousand four. So I was like. All right, I must, I'm going to try and do this so I don't get old yeah. and regretful and shit and be like, I could have done that. Like, you know. You know, it's, it, I, I would think it would be tough and great, like, starting in Miami because there are a bunch of clubs. I think it's good because it's, the bad thing is it's isolated. So once you get going and you start yeah. to be, you have to travel. Like, once I started hitting the road, right. it's like, there, there's nowhere to go south, east, or west. Yeah, I mean, a little bit go, right. west, you can go to Marco Island, the Captain Bryan's. That was right. it, west. But other than that, you're going north. You got to yeah. get up north in the state or out of the state chances are it's far away from florida yeah but there's a ton of clubs in florida now a lot of them are terrible yeah um some are good and some are great to start off with you know as far as starting out though it's just about being able to do it at different places yeah and you you guys you and your friends that were working at the improv met a lot of headliners coming in and out yeah and you so once you you got to actually spend time with them and stuff that's how i met you yeah exactly so that so once you get into the improvs like once you start hosting there you got in the system that's kind of beautiful you meet every because there was only about once we got in there was only about let's say eight of us yeah between the three clubs like or ten of us that right. would host yeah so you were hosting like once twice a month you know mm-hmm. and then once you got up to the feature level same thing they would tell you like we can only have you featured three twice a year at each club but they yeah didn't, that's what they said but, but then, then you would, they you'd end up doing you, yeah they'd they end up doing they'd forget the book or someone would cancel right. or something like this so once i got to the feature level i was literally featuring between the miami fort lauder and west palm improvs I was featuring probably like twenty weekends a year. That's awesome. Yeah. Just meeting all those headlines. Yeah, within driving distance of my house. Right. So it was it was great. I met the headline. That's how I met um that's how I met Jim Jeffries who Yeah. And so I you mean, started working with him like, based on based on those weekends? Helped me and I mean I met him right he when he came to the country uh to start working here, he just was like he told basically his agents like just get me in every club. Yeah. I'm just gonna kill it. I got my HBO special yeah. like just so people know who I am. Right. And he just did work the cl- all the time. He did the clubs he did like every club three times basically. Wow. And something like that. Or twice. Yeah. He just stayed on the road the whole year, you know? Yeah. And, you know, just crushed it and people were like, Who the fuck is this guy? And I, I became friends with him. We just became friends. Right. Like he was just like, Oh, like, you know, we all had similar interests. So then when I, anytime he was in Florida, basically, most of Florida. Yeah. He would use me and then there were some theaters we didn't, you know, and we just became right, friends right. and now obviously he's helped me in a measurable yeah, and a measurable amount. Yeah, I'm going out with him this weekend. So Dope. where are you going? Uh going to Charlotte 
on Thursday. Then we're doing Beacon Theater Friday oh, yeah, that's in New York right. City, that's and then the Lincoln Theater in DC. Right on. So like you know, just killer. Yeah, it's good shit. Part of the New York Comedy Festival. It's gonna be cool. I did the Beacon Theater in 2010. Never been there. On yeah, the Tosh tour. Yeah, I heard it's awesome. If you want to get psyched up for it, there's a whole Rolling Stones movie that they film at uh, the Beacon Theater. Oh, really? Yeah. So when you're up there, you can shit your pants. I don't know if you're a Rolling Stones fan. I am, yeah. But, yeah, it's, uh, it, that's one of the cool things about a lot of the theaters. Are doing them. They're like, that is the coolest part about yeah. doing big shows. The it's first, just getting there early and checking out the um, the theaters. Yeah, yeah. I love that shit. We did... Uh, we did it twice now, but we did the the Moore Theater in Seattle. Yeah, I did. That's the first theater I did. It's the first theater Tosh headlines. Oh, really? Yeah, it's huge it was, and yeah, it's old. It's great. It's, it's from like that Pearl old, Jam video. I that was the thing. I'm yeah. on stage and I was like, I'm in Seattle. I should have made the connection. Yeah. But I go, yeah, this looks just like the uh, Even Flow video, and they're like, yeah, this is the place. Yeah. I'm like, Where's the joke? Oh uh, yeah, duh. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're in Seattle. Should have figured that. Should have figured out when it looks identical to it, and we're in the town. Yeah. There, I was like. Yeah, but that's and I wasn't a huge Pearl Jam fan. I mean, I like them. I'm yeah, but huge, still, that was a big moment. Like, in... This is like pop culture history, you know. So yeah, and I know the Beacon is like besides the Rolling Stones, like everybody's everybody's played. place. Yeah, yeah. So, it's so um, so so yeah. So I was, you know, what it wasn't. That I got tired of my old job. I was just, you know what, you know what happened was I started doing comedy and I was like, ah, this isn't going to really work out. But I'm just going to do this as like for fun. Then I started to like be like, okay, like I wasn't great, but it was just like, all right, you're like starting I'm, to get places. I'm progressing here, right? Right. But I always tell myself, as long as I'm like moving, progressing some way, that I'm gonna still do it. If of it's, course, because you know, if you're still, if you're, if you, if, if you're doing comedy, and then ten years later you're in the same place, it's like you're just wasting you and your family or anybody that right. you love's time at this point. And right. but even if you're good at comedy, you're wasting everybody that you love's time. <laughs> everybody that you care about, you are wasting their time. Even, sure. if, you're, even if you know what the fuck you're doing. So. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, so and you I, had those thoughts early on. Yeah, but then I got stuck at the desk. I got off the boats, you yeah. know, from, oh, and, shit. At scuba diving and stuff. So I, work's no fun no more. Because I worked my way up. I did well. That's what happens yeah. when you do good at a job. Take note. Yeah. They All put the you fun into stuff. the middle ground. Yeah, yeah. So then I was like, you know, grant proposals, checking budgets, going to meetings, yeah, like a lot of meetings, and I was getting fat, and I was just like, eh. and just one day I was like, yeah, you know, I'm just gonna quit this. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in Miami for a couple of years and do this full time, right? Without without. Did a you net. find you worked a lot more after that, as far as stand up? Um, like, I worked a lot when I was doing that job. Like I would just take time off and doing something. Yeah. But but then. Uh, yeah, I, the once first, you're in, you're the in. First right? year or two out of Miami, I was on the road like forty plus weeks. Yeah, that's awesome. Plus the local stuff I do, you know. So I was like every week I was doing comedy. And yeah. so then you're really growing. Then sure, you're yeah, really yeah. Getting better. It was really progressing because it was literally I was doing out of Miami. Just so you know, you don't have to if you want to grow. Yeah. Like anybody is listening, that's a aspiring yeah. like out of Miami, which would be considered to be one of the worst comedy scenes in the country if you talk to just some people. Just because shows are like yeah. really can be really tough there and stuff. But, but and, traveling there and working locally and. So I'm like, I work. I did shows almost every night. If I wanted to, I would have done a show every night. Yeah. Either on the road or home. It was actually yeah. um, uh, somewhat a part of of my yeah. uh, career and learning to do the road. Was I got in with Joel? You did a ton of those things. Yeah. Um, you were there all the time, like ten years ago. Yeah. Like 2005 is when I first started working there, and I still work at those those places because it's an easy in. I've known them everyone so long at that point. Yeah. And so that's kind of a home away from home for yeah. me as well. You know, because you were there a lot. I would always see you there. We used to hang a lot, like with Al. You'd come down there. Al, Al and Ian Bag. Ian Bag, and um, I feel like they would just throw you in there too on your own. They throw like, me in. Yeah. They throw me in wherever because like. Um, yeah. 
long story short, the Hollywood Improv out here talked to them early on about oh, okay. me and, and got me all hooked up and everything. Yeah, the first weekend I met you, you were with Al Madrigal. And yeah. Al gave me like a crash course in Ju- comedy. It was like July 4th weekend, I think. Or right before. Yeah, and I didn't really know what I was doing. Like, I could get a laugh here or there, but right. I was, still was just like, shit. No, my I was pants. like, come here. Yeah, no, literally. Every, when you were on stage, we'd be in the green room, and yeah, it, was, yeah. it, was like, it was like all the classes you could ever want to take. Would, right, and by the end of the week, I was like, my set's a lot better. <laughs> and then he left, and I was like, ah, oh, I suck again. Yeah. <laughs> come back, Al. Teach me stuff. That's what's cool about Al. Yeah. He actually cares. He does. I just saw him, man, and he was, he was very nice. He said a lot of nice things to me. So just being out here and stuff is cool. It's always cool to see him, like people that help me. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. yeah, and you're one of the few that actually is like, all right, I'm going to finally. At what point do you move to L.A.? Yeah, so I just I stayed in Miami for a while, a, a, a couple of years after I quit my day job, like about three, two and a half, probably yeah. a little bit longer than I should have. Right, that's was, okay though, because you were doing yeah. the road a lot yeah. with like uh, Nick, Nick Griffin, Nick Griffin and, uh, as well, who I met through the improv in there, yeah. Jim Jeffries, and um, and so then I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna make the jump because either that or I'm just gonna be stuck on the road my whole life, and I've yeah. done the road enough to see road comics. And people talk bad about road comics. Oh, he's a road comic. I don't give a. Sh- I don't talk bad about road comics. I just, I just don't want to live that life forever because yeah, 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 it's yeah. a hard life, man. It's rough. Yeah, it's 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 really hard to just be. I mean, I have some friends still that are just they're on the road, and when I mean on the road, they're not even they don't have a home. Yeah, they're just like on the road constantly, and it's just mentally and physically it takes its toll on you, and it, it ages you and it wears you down, and yeah. it's very tough. And for know? me, it's the fucking people say, oh, the traveling and everything, the shows are all right. I'm like, I think the shows are a big part. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just getting worn down. Yeah, doing, because it's like doing an hour every night. It's better to live twice in, a night in a city like L.A. where it's like you know the the quality of living's great and. Then you're like, hey, you know what? I'm only going to these clubs now because right. I like these clubs. Yeah. I, and you figure that out, actually. Yeah. But it's funny because when I moved here, and I'm sure people told you this, too, they'd be, people are trying to get on the road here. Like, some kind, like oh, I need yeah, to get yeah, on the yeah, road yeah. more. And you're like, I'm trying to get off the road. And they're like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah, but you can just – so I, people will tell you there's benefits this way or that way. But, I mean, now it's like – and I don't know how you are, but – I just don't go back to clubs that I'm like, man, I'm never going back there. Like yeah, that place. I, I make that. I make that nah, decision. I'm not gonna. I'm not dealing with that shit. It, either the club itself, or the people that run it, or the hotel, or whatever the or factors whatever are. It if like, you were yeah. miserable for an entire week, yeah, then you shouldn't go back because the odds are the pay isn't. Yeah, exactly. good enough to make you go. Exactly. Now, I've got a list of forty, quote unquote, soft rock jams. <laughs> Good segue. And <laughs> I'm are, these from, are these from any of the albums that I gave you? There's probably a lot on there. And there's probably a lot that's not necessarily Yacht Rock. But By the way, just, just, soft rock. just back from our last podcast, yeah. uh, my friend John Vieira, who made the mixes, yeah. he told me another Lionel Richie song. I don't know. Okay. I have to look it up. So that, line, oh, so that puts Lionel over Lionel's the top way of over the ocean. Right? Lionel's over the top, which which well he should be, you know. But it's to, but still, <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a good race that you never thought you never thought Billy Ocean could contend. Yeah, here let me see what he says here. With Lionel Richie, I'm looking back on his thing, but yeah. So go ahead and say what you're saying. I'm sorry. Well, I'm wondering if I got 40 jams here, how many do you think you could get right if I played them for you? Oh wait, wait. Like betting on yourself. He said, "I got forty songs." But wait, here. real quick, Lionel did "Penny Lover." Okay, and but then he says Billy Ocean Ghostbusters. See, that's all. Oh no, no, no! Then he said, "Just kidding." It's RPG. Okay, RPJ. This is how he talks. Gotcha. Gary Parker Jr. R- 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 <laughs> RPJ. 
Ray Park. John will be listening because he listens to your podcast. So there you go. Do you, can you name Ray Parker Jr.'s follow-up almost hit to Ghostbusters? Uh, I don't know. Did he do, did he do uh, Caddyshack 2? <laughs> now, this is just like a regular... Um, this is just like a regular follow-up song with no movie to go with it. Yeah. This is it right here. Okay. This is Ray Parker Jr.? RPJ? Yeah. This is RPJ. RPJ, the original RJ3. What? RG3. Oh, yeah. I think I remember this. For some, it's terrible. Till all the girls come. Wow. What a groveling attempt at just getting pussy. This guy's it's like, am I right, girls? You guys are more fun than us. Here's my room key. Now prove it. All right. That's it. Wow. That's all he had. I've got... Actually, 14 RPG. Ray Parker Jr. songs what here. Happened? I don't even want to listen to them. You don't even know, right? I, if those are the best two, Ghostbusters and that. That's got to suck. It's really got to suck to be a one-hit wonder because it's like when you have a hit like that, you know? Yeah. But who approached them to do Ghostbusters, by the way? That's like a mega movie. And they were like, uh, I know this guy that does some guy. shit songs. They want, I heard they wanted Huey Lewis to do it. Sure. He and was so the 80s just, guy, dude. Yeah. Huey Lewis is my dude. Yeah, I don't know. Did I tell you the story about Huey? Like, no. I know I love Huey Lewis. Yeah. Um, he uh, sports. Come on. But no, I, really I know like, this is an American I'm cycle. Gonna I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Yeah. I really liked sports when I was a kid. Terrible name, by the way. Yeah. Just sports, and then the cover he was and playing in pool. A sports bar. Yeah, he's playing pool, and <laughs> just like sports for one of the greatest albums of all time. Yeah. Um, first of all, that was back when they made albums that were just chock full of hits yeah like there's like there's maybe one song in there that you're like man they're going I mean, for it yeah and there's probably five or six songs that were like top 20 on there yeah right? so i was obsessed with huey lewis back then and um whenever the album was my my mom for christmas gave me an autographed picture of huey lewis yeah it was like him getting off a plane yeah and he autographed it and it was in a frame and shit and right I kept it for a long time i still might have it like in storage bin or something like yeah. that somewhere but she forgot to tell me as i grew up that it really wasn't from Huey Lewis. Yeah. But my whole life, I told people, like, yo, I got an autograph. Like, this is as good as I feel. I showed it to people. Like, a, yeah. Look, Huey Lewis signed this. I know. Well, thanks, Mom, for making me look like an asshole. Like, at, I, what, yeah. at what age did you find out? Like 30. Like, she didn't show. I was just talking about, like, it was, it, doesn't it make you wonder, like, what else she didn't tell you? Yeah, it was like, it was like, uh, yeah. Um, what happened to these kids in, in my second grade class? Like, their mother told them that David Hasselhoff was their cousin. Yeah, it was when Knight Rider was really popular, and they got <laughs> and same thing. He had a, they, he brought in an autographed picture, oh, and no. then like some some like second grader was smart enough to go look courtesy of Warner Brothers. This is just like a, you know propaganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't a personal <laughs> photo. Parents can't do that now. Yeah. Kids will just no, Google no, no. it. Like a seven year old will Google it. You're right. a liar. Well, this is not. I just looked up his signature. The, yeah. the X the X is wrong. The A X. Who the fuck signature is that? Do yeah. you think <laughs> who's got an X that's famous? <laughs> Do you think you can name the top ten songs if I played them for you? Top ten songs of what? Of the top forty greatest soft rock songs of all time. 
If I play them for you right now. Oh, can I name listening to them? Yeah, the, the, the group and the title. The group are hard, man, because the groups sometimes it's just yeah. like, who the hell is this? But I'll try. Let's I think I can do got. I think I can do the titles. All right. I'm going to go from one up because I feel like one, okay. the most popular, easy. All right. Yeah. Well, that, that's how lists work. But <laughs> glad you, just glad in case you, people don't know, man. Glad you cracked that code. Yeah. <laughs> the one I'm if assuming. anyone wants to know my process. What I'm assuming is pretty popular. We just made it random. We did it in alphabetical order. All right. I don't like when they, when they say that about anything. This list is in no particular order. But that means that they would have had to take the list and put it into an order and then put it into a random generator. Yes. Yeah, this You're is... Right. Uh, I already know that. This is... Uh, um, this, is this is sailing. Christopher Cross. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> see what else we got. I'm going to keep the songs going for a little bit because my typing is slow as shit today. So, All right. I got faith in you. I think you can do this. Uh, I mean, all of it you think I can do? 40? I don't I think, think I can. I think you can do, do the top 10. I can do a lot, probably, because I, once I read some, I try to really memorize it because I have OCD. It's a scientist to me. i got to collect data. All right. Yeah. Good. Collecting data. Number one, though, huh? I guess so. This one's like... I mean, this is soft and it rocks. And it's like... Almost everybody would know this song. I think even like... I don't know. Maybe not kids, but... Did you ever watch... Did you watch Yacht Rock yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, this is a... Uh, I always have a look. You got, you got the whole song to figure it out if you want it. This is number two? This is number two. Uh, sometimes the intros I can't. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. All he's got intros, remember? I could never get them for the longest time. Oh, yeah, this is a... Uh, I'll be Right? Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. This is, see, this is going to be hard because I... Babe, I'm leaving. Babe, I'm leaving. must be on my way. The time is drawing near. You can't get it, can you? No, I mean, I know the Let's song, see. obviously, but... Let's see if you can get it up to the chorus. By the way, definitely Wait, wait, pause it a second. The love, the <laughs> is this good radio yeah that's great uh keep going i can't uh, i know the core i'll be lonely without you it's not First of all, it's not it's not super tramp, right? It's not super tramp. But Atlanta has that voice, but I, I know it's not him. But it's, it's like a guy, right? Um, it's a group. It's a band. Fuck. This is a tough one. I give up because I don't want to stay around. It's uh, it's Babe by Sticks. Sticks. I knew it was one of those groups. I don't know why I said Super Tramp. Babe by Sticks. I bet Sticks is on that list again somewhere. Sticks is tough. Well, I never really listened to Sticks. You never. What about I don't know the names. What about Mr. Roboto? Mr. Roboto, I would know. Babe, I have a friend, um, Sean Drake. He's a. Uh, 
he's he's a bunch of things. He's graphic designer and his, and his wife have a company. They run in Miami. He's also a DJ. And uh, he used to DJ like everywhere on the world and stuff. You know, um, he's you know he uh, <clears throat> DJ like. I don't want to say house music because you say like electronic and people have a wrong representation of it. But yeah. anyways, there, we used to, a group of us used to hang out and like party all together, hang out like in South Beach. And there was one night he was at this place called Space, which is like an after, it's a club, but it was an after hours club. So this is like six, seven in the morning. Uh-huh. And he was DJing in the main room. Yeah. And he start, he came on and he, the first song, I think it was the first song he played was a remix, but still pretty close to the original of Mr. Roboto Sticks. Yeah, yeah, at like yeah. a club where just people are fucked up on drugs right, like right. ecstasy whatever else you want and everybody was like what the f-? it was like don't worry God, don't so they didn't like, like and it. right before that was like right. Right. <laughs> well we liked it we were like running to the DJ we're like ah <laughs> he just played the whole song and cleared the room and then uh, and then went into his regular set I think so it was great but yeah this is the Pina Colada song by uh, Rupert uh, Rupert I was gonna say Pumpkin but <laughs> that's the not Rupert Murdoch. Uh, Rupert's in there, right? I got it. No, you got Rupert. Yeah, yeah. Pina Colada song by Rupert. Uh, Rupert's his first name, right? Yeah, Rupert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got Rupert. Uh, I don't know the last name. Holmes. Rupert Holmes. But I mean, look, dude. I got Rupert. I'm giving it to you. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I know you know this. Yeah. I like that the song is called, by the way, it's called the... It's called... I think it's called a... Uh, it's called Escape. Escape, parentheses, the Pina Colada song, because it was like... Tired was, of explaining. Yeah, people were like... People were like, like How do I buy this song? <laughs> it's the, the Pina Colada song. I don't song. see the Pina Colada song on here anyway. <laughs> Which they should do with every song, if you think about it, because sometimes you'll hear a song and you'll be like, I like the song. Like, in the right. song, he kept saying, no money, no problems, but it, that's not the name of the song. Yeah, it's called, like, Dillinger Escape yeah. or something. <laughs> You notice all songs like "Whoop!" There it is. Yeah, yeah. They, they they move off the charts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's easy to note. To, it out. Note to any musicians out there: if you want your if you want your single to sell on iTunes, don't get cute with the title. All right. All right. I got I got like one like David Bowie's song "Space Oddity" should have been called "Ground Control to Major Tom." I know because it took me years to find that song. I was like, I love this song. You know the one "Ground Control to Major." We don't know it, but then when that guy did the song about that song, he called it "Major Tom," which was very smart. Very confusing. Yeah, yeah but that's smart on his hand. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. What was that guy's name? Uh, I have, I don't I forget. I'll remember it. All right. So here we go. This is number four. Two for three. Lying here. <laughs> Screaming at their uh, their smartphones right now. They yeah, know well, what it is. They're looking. They're Shazam in this. Is this Barry Manilow? Yes. Yeah. But if you hold out, you'll get this. Yeah, it's Barry Manilow. I know the Mandy. Boom. Yeah. Boom. Shut up out there. Shove it. Uh, I, was, I was hoping the chorus would come up right there. I hate when they this double guy. up on a verse to get you blue balls for the chorus. This guy in John Denver. You know how many, like, John Denver. Is he on the list? Um, that guy was a song. He was a songwriting machine, John Denver. Good name, by the way. I'm talking about some good names. I don't see John Denver on here. Does Barry Manilow play piano, too? I don't know. Is he still performing? I don't know shit about Barry Manilow. 
He is like the he's the go-to punchline, you know, for something that's for like. For a while, he was. Yeah, he'd be Neil like, Diamond, lame Barry. music, Barry Manilow. Yeah. Like, yeah, he like that Barry Manilow stuff, white boy. Meanwhile, my man writes <laughs> hits. Yeah, well, sure. That guy's my swimming pool is filled hits. with money. <laughs> All right. You don't need to bring a swimsuit to his house because it's just cash that's in a swimming pool. You just lie on top of it. You can walk across his swimming pool like Jesus on top of hundreds. I don't know why I'm just going with the swimming pool right. He's got a lot of money in his swimming pool is what I'm trying to he say. he got a lot of money, you think? If you want some money, find out where Barry Manilow lives. Bring a net. Scoop it. Yeah, this is... Uh, if you leave me now, I bring a pretty good heart of him. If you leave... If you leave me now... <laughs> is this the Bee Gees? No, I'll give you another chance. Oh, this is Ambrosia, isn't it? Nah. Oh shit! Please don't go. If you, well, I know the song, man. Just give it, give it to the chorus. You'll get it. You've already said the title, right? I mean, you've already said it. If so. you leave me now, I take. Yeah. yeah. If you leave me now, is the title, right? Chicago. Chicago. I yeah. Come on. Fucking Chicago. They did another song about acid, Chicago. They did a lot of fucking songs. 25 and 624, isn't that one on acid? Yeah. I don't know. 25 and 6. That's Chicago. Do, 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 do. Oh, new song That's, one? Uh, yeah, this is a new one. What's this one? Right. This is 80s. Like I don't know if this really counts. as. Uh, it's definitely soft rock. Yeah. Are we kidding? I know just where to find the just answers, and I know just Is this uh Fuck, I'm not doing well It's alright I'm doing okay, I'm like 500 I'm It's one of those things where you always recognize them but Well no, I know every song, none of yeah. these I'm like This is uh, I don't know who sings this I'm not gonna get this I think you'll get it if you just hang in Oh, the name of the song? Yeah well, the name I can always get with the chorus. All right, well. There's only so many escapes. Let's see what you got. I was I don't want to say Journey because it's not Journey. It's that other band that was like Journey. Yeah. Yeah. Because Journey was Joe Perry, right? I mean, yeah. Who was the other Journey? Oh, it was... Uh, isn't this the band where they were actually gay and they were always singing about each other, the two guys? No, that's Wham, right? No, no. <laughs> it's like um, the Thompson twins? No, no, no. This might be that. I don't. I, tell me who it is. Hold on, you're gonna guess the song right now. I know what that's making love out of nothing at all. Okay. I know, but but it's I'm just Air Supply. Air Supply. I'm pretty sure those guys were gay and they were singing about each other. Right. Air Supply is the opposite of Journey, by the way. Reciprocal. Let's look it up. I'm telling you, like these Air Supply dudes. That would have been a good yacht rock. Yeah, air Two supply, gay. Let's put that in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it in. Akron inhales forty years of it. Is the famous air supply band gay? I've been seeing remarks all over the internet. This guy's got to know. This says is totally not gay. Air supply is an Australian musical band, especially in the popular genres of adult contemporary. Does anything sound less appealing than adult contemporary? Sounds music? so boring. <laughs> yeah. It's the equivalent of a smart casual. Yeah. 
Dress smart casual. Somebody told me. So maybe they're not. Dirty sheets. Wait. Here we go. Uh, Air supply lost in love. Because that was a lost in love. How's lost in love not ahead of this song? I don't know. Yeah. Um, this is just some list. I don't know where they, where yeah. they got it. Yeah, I know. Why am I getting mad at a list? It's I was like some yeah. guy made like his personal favorites. So it was two guys, Graham Russell and Russell Hitchcock. Yeah. It's weird that they one of theirs had the first and last names, Graham Russell and Russell Hitchcock. Huh. Gay. Totally gay. gay. Um, yes. Lost in Love, guys. a nice signer spy, blah, blah, blah. Christopher Cross and them. Um, I don't know. It says something about being gay. It's a long, it's a long article. <laughs> it doesn't highlight gay. Yeah, yeah. It's like, where's the gay part of the article? Um, I don't know. All right, let's just assume that. Let's just say that there's a lot of stuff on the internet about it. It says no, they are not. Both of them are in a gay relationship, and no, that doesn't. So they could be, could not be. Let's keep the. Let's we keep might. the we might have to read. There's dust like, in the wind, Kansas. This uh, one's easy. Okay. Yeah, so we got this. But, but Bob Dylan wrote this, right? Did he? Pretty sure, yeah. Why don't you look that up? Yeah, because you don't. You think these? You think this band that just pulled I, this out of their ass? <laughs> I never heard of this band again. And I liked this song when I was a kid because uh. I was a. Uh, I have a really cheery disposition. <laughs> In the wind. Dust in the wind. All they are is wow, dust yeah, he didn't in sing the wind. It. Yeah, but he wrote it. He had to write it out loud. Well, he wrote Blowing in the Wind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Dust in the Wind. I don't know. All right. Right. I, uh, let's just say he did. All let's right. start a lot of rumors let's just today. Uh, start new facts. Bob Dylan's gay too. I don't know if you guys knew this or not. Well, everyone but, knows that. Yeah. Oh, here's the dust in the wind. Wikipedia. That's what I was looking for. Okay. What do you got? For the love of Christ. Yeah. It says Carrie Livgren. I'm giving. I got no facts for you guys today. Just like this is. Uh, Be careful now. This is the Doobie Brothers. All right. And uh, it's um, what a fool believes. Good job. You know that, um, speaking of the improv, we were talking about that. This I know for a fact because I saw it. So, okay. Uh, Tracy Morgan, um, when he was coming through the improvs down there, yeah. this pre 30 rock, or right before, or maybe right when it started, yeah. I'd say. Uh, there was one run where he, the weekend he was down there at Miami Improv, he would have them play the music to this and he would sing the whole song. <laughs> and I don't mean like the beginning to be like, oh, that's crazy. Like, he'd sing the whole song. Like, Tracy Morgan just because he wanted to sing this song. <laughs> Three minutes and forty seconds. I know the whole song, and they'd be like, "All right, let's talk about crapping on the table." <laughs> I know you said be careful. You don't say be careful. I know it's Doobie Brothers. Now, this next one I'm having trouble pulling up. Uh oh. Hum it. <laughs> I don't know it. This next one, these, the band members were gay as well. I don't even need to know what it is, what they were. Doobie Brothers, not gay, but they were the first transgender band. I don't know if anybody knew that. They all were I, men that used to be women. Have you ever heard? So, and they were brothers. Put too. that in your notes. Write it down. It's a fact. 
Did you ever Fact. have you ever heard Hall and Oates one on one? Sure. One on one on thing. That's a song you can't pull up? Yeah, I can't pull it up. Yeah, of it's course. Not available. It, Maybe Hall and Oates isn't available. One on one. It was like it was one like they were on one Yeah, it was like a love song with like basketball innuendos. It was basketball in Well, one on one, you know, it's like oh, a right, term. Right, yeah, right. So let's play one on one. Me and you, lady. My penis, your vagina. Do you get it? We got it. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, Enough with the metaphors. I'm going to dump my cock into your pussy like Shaquille O'Neal. All right. This one I know you won't get. All right. I would have gotten hollow notes, by the way. I, I'm giving you that one. I had it. Check it off as a win. Are we keeping track? No, not at all. Oh, ah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you're just doing, you're doing pretty good. I'm doing good. I'm, I'm making you've a comeback. some, but you've made a I'm lot I'm making more. a comeback. These are all layups lately, though. To make another basketball. Let's get a 360 reference. dunk. Yeah, 360 off the backboard. <laughs> this is Herb <laughs> Alpert. Right? No. Wait, this, oh, this is Chuck Mangione, Chase the Clouds Away, right? Uh, it's Chuck Mangione. Yeah, Chase the Clouds Away, right? No, it's called something else. I know it's Chuck Mangione, though. You got that right. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> Da, 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 da. I can't wait for this to start cooking. I know the song. This, this song goes off. I thought it was Chase the Clouds Away. Wait, maybe it's not Chase. But it's Chuck Mangione. I got that. Got I want everybody to know I got that. And then, We're giving you that. Um, I just want to see this thing pick up. This song's nine minutes long. Dude, they did it. This is adult contemporary, man. You can't. Look, this is for a lesson for these kids out there. You can't just have sex with a girl two minutes into a song. This is like when you're uncorking the wine right here. <laughs> Dropping whatever pill you need to drop in there and make it easier. Right. I'm not condoning that, by the way. These are all a, jokes. I had a good time tonight. I yeah. thought your friends were all really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they liked you too. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to meet your parents. Yeah, we're we're having a uh, we're having a big cookout Fourth of July next week in the Hamptons. Sure. I don't know. That's a big step. You think yeah. we could take it? Uh, the only thing is your voice. It's a little deep, <laughs> <laughs> which was which was a little more high pitched. Uh, Probably gonna meet my parents. Kick it, Chuck. Yeah, Chuck right, was the horn player. Chuck's the horn player, by the way. All right. Oh, this is like a different version. It's like the Mercy Me version or something. What is the name of this song? It's called Feels So Good. Oh. There's no way this is a hit. Oh, dude, I remember this on the radio. I love when it kicks yeah. in. This is like the best music you could hope for in a doctor's office. Yeah, exactly. Hey. You're like, all right, I see what you guys are doing here. Stick another needle OBGYN. Here we go. Yeah. You don't remember this song? <laughs> I remember yeah. this song, but I don't remember the title or the, who played it. Chuck Mangione. I, no I should just quit the contest right now. I got Chuck Mangione. Well, this is the tenth one. This is it right here. Comes the bass. This is the theme song to a TV show, wasn't it? No, you're thinking of Barney Miller. Yeah. Uh, Here's where you're making out. You got your hand up her shirt. <laughs> it's going to happen. You know it's going to work out. And you stop. You look her in the eyes. And you stop right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the shit right there. 
so many babies made to this song. <laughs> you fucking I feel like this is the theme song to like the Upper East Side in the 70s. <laughs> like the whole Upper East Side. This is like what they would listen to on a nice sunny day. They oh shit, it. he's going to solo it out now. Win it, win it, win it, win it. That's not him, he, he's the horn player. Don't get it twisted. Oh, uh, yeah, I He's know. just letting some other guy shine. Yeah, he's like, all right, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to go bang somebody while you work out those keys. And every instrument is just like, yeah, I'm going to play exactly the same thing you heard, but on my instrument yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For nine minutes. Let's go keyboard. Be next. This is where you getting the panties off right But they'll here. throw a little bit. Each instrument will throw a little bit something different like this yeah. guy. He went. There you go. Only five minutes to go. Oh, jeez. All right, next song. You want to keep playing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're, mov- we're moving into... I adjust uh, myself. This shit is so corny. All right, you're going to you're gonna know this one. <laughs> Another horn. This is a different horn. There's like a... No, they got to do a lap around the band and come yeah, back yeah, to Chuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take it back, Chuck. Bring it back down at the end. It's time to clean it up. And by clean it up, I mean her stomach. Subtle for us. Subtle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is the theme song the Halloween? No. I don't think so. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I know the song. Um, I might cry. I was just going to say that I'm sure if this was an actual list somewhere, there's probably in the comments section like, uh, not a lot of women on the list, and uh, men of color, or women of color, am I right? <laughs> Come on, we put Billy Ocean in there. Where's Linda Ronstadt on this list? <laughs> yeah. Get upset. Um, this is uh, Marie Osmond. I don't know who this no. is. I don't even know the song, to be honest with you. Close, I honestly love you. Who is it? Olivia Newton-John. Oh, Olivia Newton-John. Oh, that bitch. Oh, that bitch. I know that bitch. This hangs ain't a dude. All right, we got time for a couple more. Okay. I think I'm doing pretty good. You're doing great. I feel like I should have mic dropped after Chuck Mangione. Yeah, you probably should have. Yeah. You got to bring women into this. I don't listen to no adult contemporary by women. It's a man's world. There really wasn't anybody shredding back on these songs, right? Oh, I know. Most of these songs, they were like, I could probably do this. Oh, Afternoon Delight, right? Correct. By, uh... Fucking mamas and the papas. It's not. Uh, yeah, I know. It's called the Starlands Vocal Band. Uh, yeah, Skyrockets in Flight. It's about having sex in the afternoon. I know. Is that that's what it should have been called? It's called is it, the Sex in the Afternoon song. It should have been called Afternoon Delight. We fucking in parentheses. <laughs> we straight fucking. Yeah. We straight fucking at the, in the copy room. <laughs> and then we sleep in the rest of the day. We lazy as shit. 
uh, Starland Vocal Express. Wow. All right. Is it that's the last one? No. Okay, I think we only have time for another one. Monica. Oh, I heard it right there. Talking to myself. Yeah. Oh, and then it goes. What is this? Nothing ever seems to fit. Patsy Klein. No, I know it's not Patsy. Um. Kicks in right here, right? I don't know the song for shit. I mean, I'm looking at the title. Do you, do you recognize the artist's name? Well, I recognize him, but I don't recognize the song at all. Do you? No. This is the Carpenter Superstar. Yeah. This oh. isn't really yacht. This isn't yacht enough to. Ah, uh, yeah. Carpenter Superstar. You should put in uh, uh, What's the name of that other band That did Superstar Fucking camera It already sounds like America Oh okay <laughs> This is uh, a <laughs> This is that yeah. whack ass yeah. 70s yeah, no. Thick in it I know the name of the song huh? I love this song too. <laughs> Summer Breeze. Yeah. Um, and it's a uh, Summer Breeze. Summer Breeze. You got that right. Makes me feel fine. Jasmine. And the Jasmine of my mind. I never heard Wait, of this band. I know this band, though, I'm telling you. Don't say it. They have a name that doesn't go with this type of music. I think I remember that. You got that right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like Black Widow, but that's not it. But it's like you, you. It looks like it's like a death metal band or something. Like that. It's not really, but no, 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 no. But it just doesn't go with the music. I don't. I remember that. They're called Seals and Croft. Seals and Croft. Yeah. Okay. That's not what I thought it was, but yeah, I remember Seals and Croft. Yeah. All right, you should be able to get this one. Summer Breeze. Oh, I got half it. Okay. Did we already play this one? No. <laughs> so you might as well have, but no. Yeah. This journey, right? Yeah, you got that. Yeah. Softly lying, lying beside. <laughs> Open arms. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Some of me. Seals and Croft. Okay, I got this. Let's keep. Let's keep it rolling. You know one? Oh yeah, I'll keep. I mean. I, I don't know if this episode is, is going to... Who gives a like, fuck? Okay, yeah. Who I gives care, a yeah. fuck? I mean, there's all, it's out of our hands. We showed up. <laughs> we did what we did. What, what did you do? You know. Today. Uh, it's just... Monday. It's, when does this come out, this podcast? This doesn't come out till next Monday. Ah, oh, shit. I already be... I be long gone. You want to tell people where you're going so they can come see you? Next Monday. Oh, next week I'm going to be at the Albany Funny Bone. Boom. So make the drive up from the city or if you live in Albany or the Schenectady area come on out oh oh oh
Yeah, from Thursday through Sunday. And then will you greet everyone with open arms at the end of your set? I will, yeah. I got a new policy. I'll only take a picture with you if we take a candid picture, by the way. So what does that mean? Because, you know, like when you take a picture with somebody after the show, when you take a picture in general with people, you always put your arm around them, you stand next yeah, to them, yeah, and you yeah. look at a You do something that you don't ever do. In your life. Unless you're taking a picture. Right. It makes no sense. You make a face. It makes absolutely no sense that you would capture moments. All the moments that are captured are phony. They're not yeah. real. It's like we never do that. Let's do something we never do, and then we'll document that. I wish. So from now on, if you want to take a picture after the show, no problem. But we just—it has to look like we're just—and we can set it up to look candid. I wish you but, didn't but have to, to smile in photos. Yeah, yeah, that's so painful. Be real. Yeah. Keep it real. Keep All it one hundred. Right. I'm gonna give you this one. It's gonna be tough. Now, what's his name? Stole that. I can't even see keeping it one hundred. Who took that? Larry Wilmore has got a whole segment thing. Like he invented that. Oh well. Uh, this is Snoozy and the Snides. No. <laughs> Never heard of it, right? This is the Silver Sun pickups. Yep. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, no, this is Bread, Baby. I'ma want you. No, I don't even know this one. That one I feel like was that's not a top forty-five. I'm just gonna say that. Let's write it out to the course and see what we get. First of all, the name is Bread. Yeah. That's worse than calling your album Sports. Let's just go on record saying <laughs> Bread. <laughs> yep, that's their band name. Like, it'd only be good if you were referring to money, which I'm sure they're not. They're not. They're just talking about bread. Because I think more people need to say bread as a slang for money now. I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yo, man, you got that bread you owe me? I like saying loot. Break some of that bread. Loot sounds good. Loot sounds like you're into something, like a little right. devious, you know? Yeah, I, I need to go and get my loot. I'm going on the road next week. I'll be at the Albany Funny Bone. I need to get some loot. Yeah. So is that where you're going, Albany Funny Bone? Yeah, end of the month, I'll be at Belushi's in Fort Myers, Florida. Nice. Um, making some bread. Yeah. Two days after Thanksgiving. So yeah. the Friday, Saturday after Thanksgiving. You know, if you're with your family, you want to work out some calories, come down to club. Laughter. Help people get that six-pack app. Yeah. And then after that, I'm going to be in Boston with Jim for three days at the Wilbur. Cool. And what's your website when people can check your schedule out and stuff? ForestShaw.net. That's with two R's. F-O-R-R-E-S-T-S-H-A-W.net. Forrest Shaw on Twitter. Forrest Shaw on Instagram. All that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check out my boy Forrest Shaw. Thanks for listening to the Full Charge Power Hour. Send us some bread over the internet at thefullcharge.com. Baby, I 